from the deepest bowels of your imagination. Actually, he's from Canada there, bud. From the famed Hotter Show Studios, this is The Hotter Show. What is up, everybody? We are Will and you here today on episode 171 of The Hotter Show. I hope you're doing fantastic. Thank you so very much for tuning in on that play button on today's episode of the podcast. We have a wicked episode for you here today, guys. I actually sit down with my co-host from Two Guys in the Game, Mr. Kazdo Jones, or Zach Moynich, whatever you want to call him. And we kind of discuss uh, his year-long journey, which actually today is the one-year anniversary of that first podcast he did. And we just kind of talk about his journey with podcasting, talk about Two Guys in the Game in general. So if you were someone who has never heard our podcast, Two Guys in a Game, you're going to learn a little bit of insight about it. Uh, we actually touch on a lot of great stuff. I was uh, not surprised because obviously, you know, we have that chemistry to be able to talk about whatever, but uh, Zach definitely brought it as far as being himself because, you know, Zach and Casado Jones are two very different people as I talk about in the podcast and as you guys will hear in the podcast. So it was really a lot of fun. I really had a blast with this. So I hope that you guys enjoy it. Before we get into that, go, I want to make sure I thank everybody for their support on last week's episode of the podcast with Mr. Bumwine Bob. And I want to give a shout out to him and all his listeners for the love on his episode that aired actually on Monday. You guys heard me on it and that was a lot of fun. I had so much fun talking with him. Uh, it was an absolute blast. So thank you, Mr. Bumwine. For the opportunity, I'm glad we were finally able to make it happen, and I hope that you had fun on my show as much as I had fun on your show. Hopefully, we were able to kind of, uh, not swap listeners, but, you know, hopefully a couple of my listeners went over to your show. Hopefully, a couple of yours came over to mine. So, hope that that was a fun interaction uh, for you as it was for me. And I, of course, want to make sure everybody has hit that subscribe button However you're listening right now, if you're listening on the SoundCloud, on the Podbean, on iTunes, on Spotify, however you're listening, be sure to hit that subscribe button, follow button. Very much appreciate it. I'm super hyped about us being on the Spotify. It took a long time to happen, but we are on there now. So check us out. There's also a bunch of other great podcasts on Spotify. So uh, check it out. It's a great way to listen to podcasts, Spotify, as well as music. I am a big fan of it, even though there was a long period of time where I was kind of talking crap about them. I'm very happy that now The Hotter Show is officially on Spotify. And also, uh, if you guys are Android users, check out the new Google Podcasts app. It's something that they actually just released. And it's similar to Google Play Music, but it's just for podcasts. So if you are a fan of Google Play, check it out because it's a really great app. runs really well. doesn't take up a lot of space. And there's every podcast you can imagine is on there. So definitely check it out. A lot of great content. If you are a fan of podcasts, or if you're even if you're not a fan of podcasts, if for some reason this is the first podcast you're ever going to listen to in your life, I'm um, sorry because you chose a horrible one. <laughs> um, but uh, there's so much great content out there, and there's so many wonderful creators out there. So search, support all the podcasts, but especially the indie podcasts like myself and Podbert Network and all my uh, all my podcasting friends. Because just because we're not famous doesn't mean that we don't release good content so check it out support your local podcasts and your indie podcasts and all that fun stuff without further ado we're gonna get into my interview with mr casual jones aka zach Winich. let's get it all right so why do you never have a volleyball team on a podcast why Kaz? because they're so good at spiking oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> so good at spiking. Oh my god. Why couldn't the podcaster drink soda anymore? Oh god, why? Because he had a pop filter. Ah! <laughs> he had a pop filter. <laughs> These are the worst jokes ever told on a podcast. Okay, here's one. What does TJ call his cats? Oh god, what do I call my cats? Podcasts. Ah! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh my lord. Oh, that's funny. I don't care who you are. That is comedy that is, gold. Is I mean, comedic. that is comedy copper. <laughs> comedy copper. <laughs> it's basically two below gold. It's not even silver. Bronze. It's not even bronze. No, no, co- it's below bronze, it's too. It's just, it's just copper. copper shit. Literally, they stopped making pennies because <laughs> copper is so worthless. <laughs> so uh, we're here right now on The Hotter Show, celebrating a uh, bit of a milestone, actually. I as- look at it as a gravestone. I made this joke before. I'm pretty sure you did, actually. Uh oh, I've come full circle. You have come full circle. Come? No, I'm not Uh-oh, doing that. Oh no, that's not who I am anymore. Um, because today, actually, uh, July. Well, okay, we're not recording this on July 5th, obviously. But um, today, as this podcast is dropped, July 5th is the one year anniversary of my guest and also my co-host on Two Guys in a Game. Uh, Mr. Zach. And I'm Kaz, and this is Two Guys in a Game! No. Oh, wait. I'm not Sorry. harder anymore. I, I'm not. Uh, that's just a reflex for some reason. Yeah, anytime someone says that. No. Where so, am I? <laughs> where am I? Who, Who are, are you? you? Don't call here again. Nobody messes with Kazador Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so, a year ago to the day, I had uh, my good buddy Zach here on the show, and uh, we had a lot of fun. And after that, uh, the producer, Mr. Brandon Bowden, literally, like, I think he called me and he was like, dude, that was a great episode. And I was like, oh, thanks, man. He's like, no, like, y- like, you don't get it. Like, that was a great episode. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's awesome to hear. And he's like, no, nah, dude, like, that guy's your co-host. No, like, like, dude, really? that episode was so good four years later. That's how good it was. <laughs> it was apparently that good. It was more the last half of it. Because the first half was good, but the last half was best. Because we just literally bullshitted for half an hour. Yeah. Um, and he was like, yeah, like, so that dude's your co-host if you ever have a co-host. And I was like, oh, I don't need a co-host for the harder show. Well, that's good to know. And then long story short, uh, two guys in a game became a thing. And now we've come full circle a year later, having Kazo Jones on the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. just for the record, Zach and Kazo Jones are two very different people. Mm-hmm, we are currently talking to Kazo Jones. Mm-hmm. I'm literally actually, this is probably the most informal harder show I've ever done. Because uh-huh. literally, uh-huh. like, uh-huh. we're sitting on a couch. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> and we have Casno Jones on the show, not Zach. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this is going to be interesting. And this is not two guys in a game, so I am not playing the role of Hodder. Because just for the record, Hodder and TJ are two very different people. Right? So what's new with you today, Hodder? No, we're not doing that. Kaz <laughs> hijacks the Hodder show. Kaz, Kaz, cars? Who's cars? Kaz hijacks the Hodder show. No, um, you know what I just realized that I forgot? What? The beer. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, punky. I can't do... See, that's the problem. I'm with you, so I'm falling into <laughs> old habits of... No, no, no. We'll, we'll, we'll get serious here for a minute, TJ. <clears throat> just for a minute, all right? Being back on the Hotter Show is being great. This is Kaz, not Rick. And I will tell you one thing. I will tell you one thing right now. I will not ruin your show for you. I will make your show even better than it was before. 
That's what I agreed to when I signed all those contracts you gave me that said I own 75% of Podbeard Studios after that contract with you. Not only am I the head supervisor of Podbeard <coughs> Studios, sorry, <coughs> something in my throat, but I also now am in charge of all everything ever. Can you tell that I'm super in charge now because that's that's how in charge I am. So thank you for super signing over 75% of Podbeard Network to me. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> I pretty much could have asked for anything I wanted during that whole moment there. Home, you could have literally said anything and I would have had to give it to you because <clears throat> I was getting beer. No, but it, it's a celebration, you know, like the fact that... It's a celebration. It, it started, yeah, celebration. It started off as, you know, you came on here and I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, this but is I that hope guy. he likes me. We always like we always have fun we at hope work. We hit and we, it off. Yeah, we bullshit in that. But I was like, I don't know, like what, how it's gonna go? It's because it's either gonna go really well or really shitty. And I, uh, I mean, I was hoping obviously it was gonna go well, and I think it did. And uh, it's led to some beautiful things. Yep. With uh, two guys in a game, and uh, we've come full circle, and we're gonna celebrate with a nice cold, uh, innocent gun. Finally, it's only been yeah. a year since I told TJ to try. I haven't one. tried this beer. TJ's this gonna be not knocked on his ass with this beer. Am I actually? Oh yeah, man. Ass knocking. Six point six percent alcohol content. <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is not Mike's and beers, but <clears throat> I will, as in celebration. Can you open that for me, buddy? Can't seem to sure. Yeah, let's let's double team this. There you go. Good job. All right, that's two of them opening. Uh huh. As we have two of them here, Casual Jones is now passing TJ Hodder a nice cold Guinness and gun. You're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna hold. I yours. just like looking at it. Oh, okay, I thought we were gonna. Oh, cheers. okay, yeah, we can cheers before we start the interview, quote unquote. We're gonna cheers, Casual Jones. Yes. One year. Okay. Not sure how I feel about that. It's an acquired taste, just like me. It sure is. No, seriously. It's honestly, you you'll get used to it. Just keep drinking it. <laughs> it gets better the more the can gets emptier. It's it's actually better outside the can. Just so you know, just like you. Is it actually? <laughs> 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 ah, ah, Shit ah. jokes. No, actually, if you just pour it into a cup, it tastes like ten times better. Is it actually? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. weird. Speaking of pouring things in the can so they taste better, that was the worst segue ever. I want to know. I want to learn a little bit about what makes Casual Jones tick as a podcaster. Okay. Because so we're I mean, into the nitty gritty here. Yeah, I mean, this I, is I even know, more nittier and grittier than our thirtieth Q and A. Yeah. Okay. Because we, we did just do the Q and A on two guys in a game, but like I, I think said, that's a, I think that's a good way to go. I mean, yeah. why does Casual Jones act like a fucking tool? <laughs> No. Well, I'm to be just... completely honest, it all stems from my childhood. I created multiple personalities. Casador Jones is not one of them. He was the original personality. Zach is the personality that I created. Zach is not actually a real guy. No, he's he's made up. Zach's not a real person. He's a false figment of everyone's imagination. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, like what kind of led you to be interested in coming on my podcast when I asked. Like, like how, how did the whole thing kind of unfold from your side of things? Um, so it was kind of just like, 
Well, see, now I can't be Kaz because Kaz wasn't invented on that one. So <laughs> okay, okay. So right now that. we're talking to Zach. <clears throat> we're talking to Zach, Zachary Voynich. So yeah, it started off with you and me, and we were just you know, in passing at work, we're just like, yo, what's up? Hey, yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. And we like knew each Super other for awkward. like a year, and we were just like, yeah. So <laughs> this and this, and then I was like, yeah. And then one day I said something about a video game. And you're like, yeah, I play video games too. I actually, uh, you know, I learned how to read from a video game. You know, I was like, oh, man, that's really sad. That's really, really sad. You it's should really never sad tell that, that story you, uh, ever never again. Let people know about that. And then, <laughs> and then I think it was. I, I'm. I feel like it was like Rick and Morty that just kind of just went like. That's what really did it. That's what really drove us because I was like, "Have you ever seen Rick and Morty?" Oh, it was because okay. Honestly, the reason why me and you actually like finally became friends is because we started doing the truck at work for yes. And that was just how we kind of like, that was our thing. Like every Sunday we were just like, boom, 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 hammering out the truck and everything. And that's where our friendship kind of developed. And then one day I started talking about the show, Rick and Morty. And you were like, oh yeah, I've never seen it before. And I was like, oh, okay. And then you went and watched it. And then after you came back and then that's when I started doing my Rick and Morty impressions, I actually started working on them because I was like, oh, I don't think I can do them. There's no way in a million years. And it took me forever. I just remember sitting there one night, like watching Rick and Morty, and I watched the episode, and I was like pausing it and pausing it. And this is just like right before me and you, like really finally, started, where like, I talking. like talked yeah. to you about Rick and Morty the one day, and I start and I did my impression for you. You were one of the first people I did it for, and it was just like it blew up. And I just remember I was just like sat in front of my computer this one night, and I was just like I was trying to do Morty, and it was so hard. I was like, oh, oh, uh, and then finally I just got it. I went, I went, oh. Oh jeez, man! And I just got the voice cracked down, and I was like, I I got it, and I I was like, I was listening to myself back on like a playback, and then I was like trying to get my Rick there, and I was like, oh, okay, here's what you got to do. Yeah, rule number one: if you don't do the podcast, you break the rules, and you're not allowed on any of the Podbeard Network podcast. And and I think it was just fun, like being able to do those two voices and having the conversation between myself because I always wanted to do that, like have a conversation back and forth that'll make people laugh. And I know the characters already exist and everything, but giving my ability to do that, that was fun. And I think what really pushed it was when I showed you, you just thought it was so amazing. Your, your impression when I heard it, like I've known people who can do impressions and like, like Brandon's really good at yeah, impressions yeah. and stuff like that. And so is Woody. He's really good at Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, his Gilbert Godfrey's, um, and he does a bunch of other ones. Um, Shouts to his uh, his voiceover demo he did. He did a yes. bunch of awesome voices. Yes. He's always been good at voices, but um, with yours, it was like Rick and Morty is such a, they're such weird characters and their voices are so unique that I was just blown away by the fact that you could do pull that off. Especially because the Zach I knew and got to know was very quiet and like reserved. <laughs> and like, it was so funny when I got to Not know you. It was like, holy crap, this guy is like, uh, he's he's all over the place. But like in a good way. Like a tangent way. Yeah, I was just like, oh, this guy's like a, he's like, a, I, think, I think I literally described you as like an enigma or something when I had you on the show. An enigma of the mysteries. He's a unique character. Yes. Once you get to know me, it's a different story. I'm very, I'm not shy, but I'm very closed off at first. You're very reserved. You're a very reserved person when people get to know you at first. Yes, I am very, I have to feel you out. I have to know what your Mm -hmm. intentions are. If you're trying to rape me and you're putting out rapey vibes, I'm not going to let you in unless I want it. Just joking. Good Lord. (laughs) Good Lord. That got dark very quickly. That got dark very quickly. Sorry, that was the Casador Jones of me coming out. That's not, that's not me at all. Um, Yeah. But yeah, to be able to do that and then come on the podcast and then crush it out and like listen back to myself for the first time and go, wow, I know where I need improvement even more now. It was like, 
it was just incredible. Like that first episode where I'm on, I listened to it and I just remember cringing to myself a little bit. Not that it was a bad episode or anything, but I just remember looking, listening to myself and going, okay, I need to improve myself. And then I did like, and I still do every day I come back and I, and I improve my voice acting and I change my, I come up with new voices. We take voices off the internet that are just completely forgotten now. And we just make fun of them. And, and well, that's literally like for us with, um, talk about two guys in the game for a second. Like, the episode for me that really pushed it over the edge as far as, okay, this is what two guys in a game is. This is what we are. It was the episode where, because for me, it's been a unique journey too, because over the last year, basically, mm-hmm. I've had to learn how to deal with a co-host. Yeah. You know, be really tough. Because Jeez. like. <laughs> but to well, learn to deal with this. Well, no, like, no, like, not like, the, no, I mean like, because when you're, when you're co-hosting, it's different from when you're hosting. Because when you're hosting, sometimes you have to really learn how to carry the show on. Like if, I, like if I'm interviewing someone. Oh, okay. And they're kind of not not shitting the bed. That's not the right term. But, but it's like, like you ask them a question. You go, so do you like pineapples on your pizza? They're like, and yes. They go, yes. Like I have to learn how to ask the right questions or say the right things to make them speak You basically more. have to ask four questions in one question. So are you black, gay, and pansexual? Please answer with the following. Yes. God damn it! <laughs> All of the above. Cut! Fuck. Cut the episode. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, I've been very fortunate because everyone I've had on the show for the most part, like, it, it, that hasn't been the case. But mm-hmm. so when I went from that to co hosting Two Guys in a Game with you, the first five episodes, especially, I was like super hard on myself and like, Mm. I wasn't quite co-hosting yet. You weren't quite co-hosty. You know, and then once episode six and seven happened, it was like the floodgates just opened. Casdo Jones was fully like came out of you because you got comfortable with it at that point. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. got comfortable with, you know, having a co-host and how to interact with a co-host and that as opposed to hosting and having someone on my show, on The Harder Show. Right. And it was just a beautiful thing. When I go back and listen to episodes six and seven, I'm like, man, like there was, there were, those were magical episodes for me. Cause like there was just something about them that was, you know, we were talking about like uh, Stardew Valley and that on yeah. episode six. And then Fallout and one yeah. of them. The Fallout one was episode three. Was really yeah, that good. one was good too. Um, we've had a lot of great episodes on Two Guys in a Game, but episode six, I think that was the one where we, uh, you brought up the, uh, you say, Oh, yeah. Oh, that whole deal. Mm-hmm. And now that's been like our staple. And that's something that literally like what like that's something that's like from like Internet history. It's yes. like a meme history. Yeah. So like what gave you the idea to like just bring those back? Um, Different instances, like honestly, people in my life. Uh, I'd like to thank my uh, my producer, uh, my mom. She's always been there for me. No, I'm just joking. Um. <laughs> No, honestly, it I was, was just, like, I don't know where you're going with this. It so just depended on the time of my life of like, like what I was watching or what pop culture was going on in my life. And like that instance, actually, it was more of a specific I can like pinpoint it to a to a day at work where I just remember it was all of us goofing around at work the one day. Um, I wasn't a supervisor at the time, so I was goofing around with them. Of all, the, all the crew and the supervisor had gone on break and they had left me in charge and I was just kind of laughing. So. We, laughing how uh, you left me in charge yeah so we we were all on the floor and one of us said um card games on motorcycles and 
and then it just spun off on the headset. So the car games on motorcycles thing, we've seen it before. And of course, you know how yeah. it goes and like the it's like a chain effect. But then so then me and my one friend, we were like quoting the opening part and I was doing Jack's voice, but everyone was like bursting into tears laughing. And so that's when I thought I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm like and some people didn't know what it was, so I had to show them and I showed them what the card games on motorcycles was about. And they thought it was hilarious, and they'd never seen it before. And I was just like, wow, this is just such an underrated little thing. It was such a popular video like 10 years ago or 7 years ago when it first came out. And I think it's so funny the way that they do it. And it just it doesn't get as much hype as it used to. You it know? does. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! The Average Series yeah. used to be like very like a big deal. And now it's just kind of like, oh, you get one episode every two or three months. And people are like, yeah, cool, thanks. It's slowed down a lot. So I think it's still just fun to bring back that because... It's a very it's a very funny character and it doesn't get used a lot so and it's not like you know we we have to use it by that character's name you just take that voice and you tweak it and you make it into your own kind of thing you know but uh, in this case I would give full credit to it for card games and that's where that one came from and my other card ones games are, and motorcycles yeah card games on motorcycles so <laughs> uh, but like my other character ones where we decided to do like randy from south park and just kind of just bring him and be like oh my god and everything yeah well that's the thing is like it's been these voices that we've used over the past 30 episodes that aren't necessarily like we don't use them as the characters anymore we just right. use like the voice itself and like there are people i've spoken to about two guys in a game and about you that they're like oh my god like that one voice kaz does was well, just, just oh wow, like that one they're like yo i can't believe you came up with that that's so funny and i'm like there are people who don't know. That yeah, and I and that's where it's like you, the, the information needs to come. It's like I love that voice and I love it. I can do it. It's such a silly voice, but it's it's not mine. You know, like there's some that I have done where I've like done original voices and mm-hmm. we've come up with them. We just kind of had fun with them and I try to make my own voices up and everything. But like at the same time, I put my own twist on it. Like I don't sound exactly like the guy. No, I don't. And that's the thing is I think that's acceptable if you're doing voices. Um, where you're, you know, yeah, you're t- you're talking like Randy. It's, oh my god! Like, and you're, yeah, kind of. Even though I didn't sound like Randy there, it's like I think it's acceptable to borrow it and make it your own. I think yeah, that's of course. But then also, and, and then you tweak it and you combine mm-hmm. voices and you come up with new ones and and you know, and it's just it's just a way of experiencing it. And eventually, you will create your own characters. That's how it always goes, right? Well, and that's how it went for us. Like now, there's a couple voices you've done. Mm-hmm. Where like the, I think my all time favorite still has to be the uh, the uh, Minecraft kid, because that was just too much. When you start doing Minecraft kid, mm-hmm. I don't even remember how that voice sounds anymore. I was I was like, oh, we're gonna go over here and make this. We're gonna dig in the ground. Like it we're was gonna dig a- here. Oh great. Oh look, I found a diamond. I'm gonna take it back to my shelter. Oh shit, a creeper. You know, like <laughs> it's just. <laughs> and it was such a simple. Not now, mom. I'm busy. I'm online with my friends. I'm playing Minecraft. And that that voice comes from somewhere too. Like they all come from somewhere, but it's yeah. just making it your own, right? And it's just like it's it's a slightly different version of your voice. Like mm-hmm. it's not like it's when you hear it, you go, okay, that's still that's still Zach or Cavs or whatever. But it's yeah. like, and I think it's fun because like, and then on top of that, like creating characters of your own is easy. Um, once you get good at like doing your voice impressions and stuff. Mm-hmm. And like I don't mean to fixate on this one because I know we'll we'll move on after. But I just want to say this last thing about it is I've become very interested in impersonating people lately. Mm-hmm. At, at well, I work. do too. Yeah, and you know that, right? And so 
I won't name names, but people know like the voices I do and everything. And I, I like just to get the cadence of these people. And TJ love and TJ's so good yeah. at doing something. And that's what cadence. I love myself personally. Like I love a, a good like yes. I can't do voices, but I can do cadences really, yeah. really well. And I've, I've I'm trying to adjust to that one. And like, you know, and it's just I like I love getting into a character, and it's like almost like it's acting. It's essentially it is, acting, yeah. but it's so much fun because when you when you learn someone's personality and you get their voice, you can just do anything. And like with that character and you can make your own and i've had and like there's so many voices i can't wait to do and just like but like i don't want to offend people but at the same time like i don't really care if i'm offending people because sometimes you just got to take that risk and just make a joke and hope that people will find the the comedy in it more than the you know uh the irritation of like being offended but we live in such a culture where everything's offensive so Mm -hmm. it's basically like well if you're gonna do something then just you know do it and hope to the best that it doesn't destroy you well that's it like and i think that with what we do i think that it has i I think we found that kind of medium i hope so. where you know sometimes like sometimes casual jones will say things and i'll be like oh my god did he really just say that but i'm like you know what? abortions are real people (laughs) get on the news boat what the hell's a news boat (laughs) i don't know what are you talking about but that's, I think that's what people have come to expect from Casual Jones as a personality and a character. Yeah. They want you to say random outlandish shit that I makes me go like, oh my God, I can't believe you just said that. And they expect voices. The truth. And the truth is hard, damn it. But like, the truth is never flaccid. It's always hard. Finger anything with a pulse. I'll finger anything with a pulse. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the fingers on the pulse, Gene. Nope. All right, guys, let's say hypothetically here for a second that you have a business, you're in a band, you're a podcaster like me, you have a YouTube show, and you need some awesome new merch, business cards, logos, even maybe some t-shirts done up. Well, you need to look no further than my man, Mr. Jason Reese, over at Jaybird Digital Arts. Jason is offering a special 10% off discount just for listeners of The Harder Show when you mention The Harder Show upon contacting him. But what exactly does he do? Well, Jason does t-shirts, posters, album design, tickets, photo manipulation, you guys still with me? Advertising, business stationery mailers, brochures, fine art, and anything else you can imagine, Jaybird Digital Arts can create it. Jason has done all of the t-shirts, logos, banners, and all social media stuff for both the Harder Show and for Harder Guitar Services, so I can promise that you will love and be inspired by what Jason comes up with. You can contact him on the web at www.jaybird, that's J-A-Y-B-I-R-D, digitalarts.com, or you can search for him on Facebook and Instagram under the Jaybird Digital Arts handle. Search hashtag Jaybird Digital Arts for a look all of his awesome and unique work. But like with you, with your voices and that, cause like as long as I've known you, you've always done voices and you've always like liked that. Like that's what, like you were saying, no, that's kind of what got us to be buddies. Mm-hmm. When did you like start kind of realizing, okay, like I do have a bit of a knack for this. Cause some people do like, I know people who they're funny as hell, but forgot like they can't, like I can't do voices. Okay. But some people just naturally have that. And I think you're someone who you can do it if you work at it. When did you kind of like go, okay, like I like doing voices to make people laugh and that. Was that like at any point in your life where you were just like, wow, I'm actually okay at this and I, I enjoy doing it? Um, Well, the, the, the voices for me, the one of the first voices I was ever doing was like, obviously it's like the easiest voice any kid can do it. It was like right after Lilo and Stitch came out and Stitch yeah. and everybody was like, oh, hi, I'm Stitch. Oh, Hannah means family and family means... 
probably gets left behind and everything. And and doing Stitch was like super easy. And everybody at school always like laughed when I did it, like because it was like, oh my gosh, it's Stitch. And then after I started doing Patrick from SpongeBob because his voice was super easy too, which is like, you know what, SpongeBob, I'm really just tired of the way you've been treating me. Or one of my favorite lines to do with him, he goes, oh, that's the problem, SpongeBob. You've got it set to M for mumbo. You've got to set it to W for wumbo. For wumbo? Is that even a real word? Uh, I wumbo, you wumbo, he, she, me, wumbo. Let's go wumboing together. <laughs> this is grade one stuff, SpongeBob. And he goes, well, I can't argue with that logic, Patrick. And then they just destroy the whole fucking town. <laughs> but I just remember that episode being one of my favorite episodes. And just Patrick's voice was just so like... Oh, and just such a deep voice. And then, yeah, so there was a couple of voices that I just did for fun. And me and my dad would always just have a good hoot with those. And and then after that, it was like Family Guy was a huge inspiration with the, what Seth MacFarlane does it and all the voices that are on that. And uh, and then I always like I, when I found out that Seth MacFarlane did the three voices so many, of the yeah, main characters, so many different voices, among others. Um, that blew my mind. I was like, oh, I want to be able to do that one day. Like, I want to be able to create characters that are, like, they're personable with each other and they can talk to each other. And everybody on that show is so talented, right? So, and that's basically kind of where I started going, like, okay, let's try and do voices. And I could never really get Peter Griffin down. And I worked on it for a while. And then I finally had it down for a bit where I was walking around and I was doing Peter Griffin stuff. And I had, like, I had the laugh down and I had, like, I had his cadence and I got my throat to be able to do the voice. His is his is actually really hard though. His is the hardest voice and like anybody who can do it but like it's just like I remember being able to do it for a while and my dad thought it was pretty funny and then I kind of lost it cuz I stopped practicing it. And then I got Stewie down for a while and then I lost that one and then after that it was kind of like um it was more like doing some cadences, getting voices that you, you know you're never going to get to do. Uh regular show was a big one for me. <clears throat> well, that's why I can remember like when we started the podcast, yeah, regular show was always one that you would always bring up. Yeah, because um, regular show was just like, it was just the people, they were just their voices, but it wasn't really their voices I was looking at. It was their characters and their movements and their actions. And like Rigby just has this whole like, like, what, dude, you can't even do that. That's not math. You don't know math and everything. And he has just like just sassy, like, you know, and uh, not sassy, but like more, he's such an immature character and he related to me like a hundred percent. Cause I'm so like, I have my moments where I'm just like super immature and I'm like a slob and he's like this messy raccoon who's just like walking around and he's just like, yeah, he goes, you know what? How about we play punchies for it? We're not playing punchies Rigby. Last time we played punchies, you ended up in the hospital <laughs> and it shows like this long scene of him playing punchies and someone punches him and she goes, and it's just like, uh, he's like, oh my gosh, don't even bring that up ever again. He goes, oh, that's right. You lost one of your butt cheeks because of punches. He goes, we started calling you the one cheek wonder. <laughs> and he just gets, he's like, ah, stop talking. And he just had this character that like uh, related to me. And that's what really made me. And like, not that Mordecai didn't either. Both the characters related to you. They were both like, well, to be completely honest, now they relate to me even more. They're both 23 year olds. They're both living at, they're at a dead end job. They're trying to get by and, but their life is anything but regular. Even though they're trying to just get by their days, everything seems to go wrong for yeah. them all the time. And that's how it feels for us. And that's why the show is so relatable, I feel like. It's a very relatable thing for people of our age. So, you know? yeah. But, yeah, that's basically where it comes from. It's just watching these shows, watching these cartoons and everything, and just watching the characters that come out of them. And you can create any character on a show. 
you want. And that's where Casador Jones comes mm-hmm. from. Well, that's it. Like with inspiration for who Casador Jones, the character is, mm-hmm. um, was there anyone in particular? Like, I mean, I, I do sense a lot of Rigby in Casador Jones sometimes. Yeah. Uh, was there any other characters that kind of like influenced how, cause I mean, at the end of the day, Casual Jones to me is you turned up to like 11 or 12 to me. That's just like how hotter is obviously me, but it's me turned up to 11. It's okay. not me. Like right now I'm not in harder mode. I'm in the harder show TJ mode, you know? Yeah. I think it's just more of a getting to like have fun. Uh, Casual Jones isn't just like, isn't who I want to be as a person. He's a fun, it's fun to be able to just go on to a show and be like, oh yeah, I can just get away with this and I can say this and we can just have a fun time and enjoy, you know, um, what we need to basically get done on our show. But ultimately, mm-hmm. it's it's not who I am as a person. No, 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 no. I couldn't go out into the world and be like, I'm Casador motherfucking Joe. Obviously, yeah, that's... I have I have my boundaries, like, when I'm out in the real world, and I, like, I know where my lines are not to cross, and obviously I'm not walking down the street and being like, yo, hey, what's up? Um, I hate Mexicans, and I love the fact that Donald Trump is pro-abortion. Like, not that that is any factual. Not that, that you've ever all. said that or anything. But, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I'm not rocking down the street just, like, you know... Like you, Casdo Jones and Zach, like they're just they're very different people, and that's something that when I talk with um like recently when I talk with the bearded geese guys, like mm-hmm. when we first kind of I first started talking with the beard master, like I say, and you're like, oh, like Cas such an entertaining, funny guy, and I'm like, yeah, like he is a hoot, but like that's not who he actually is. Like in real life, if Casdo Jones was the way he was on Two Guys in a Game as Casdo Jones as he was in real life. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have any friends. <laughs> yeah, I would just... not have a lot of anything. So, um, yeah, it's, a, it's the end of the day, like I said, it's a character, and it's and it's cool that you can kind of turn them on and turn off. Like every time that we hang out to do a podcast, I see you make that transformation into Casdo Jones, just like in a way I do become hotter from two guys in a game. Yeah, it's just like basically like. A radio show personality. Exactly. Like, you know, you always see it. it's like weenie in the butt. Uh-huh, dingo in the baby. It's like you just turn it on. And then when the mic's off, it's just like, okay, great. That was great. Good episode. Okay. I'm uh, going to go home and cry. Uh, I'm going to go home and cry. Because I'm so alone. I will see you later. <laughs> oh, boy. But, yeah, it, it, it's like it, it's hard to explain almost to, to, to some people because – I think when people meet you for the first time mm-hmm. that they're just like, Oh, like he's so like nice and like quiet and reserved. And I'm like, well, yeah, like he's not like that all the time. Like, can you imagine if you were like that all the time? I, I would know. be a dictator. <laughs> You'd be a tangent dictator, but I would put a K in dictator. Dick tater. Yes. <laughs> he's such a dick tater. <sighs> dictator. That's a name for a guy. That's Richard Tater. Richard Tater. <laughs> Heir to the Tater fortune. Heir to the Tater Dictator. Good Lord. <laughs> Has there been, was there any like, um, I don't know the word I'm looking for here is like, like when I approached you about, cause I don't know if we've really talked about this before, but when I did approach you about actually doing a show with me, like, was there any, like, kind of doubts as far as, like, you were just, like, I don't know if, like, this is going to work. Like, I don't know if, like, we're going to 
pull this off or anything like was because i know i know like you always say like there wasn't no nah, there's never been any doubts i didn't really care i was just like i'm all in man let's just do it whatever uh <clears throat> it was something it's an extra hobby for me it's something i've always wanted to do and i put myself i get to put myself out there and i get to just finally it's almost like it's starting a fulfillment of a dream so mm-hmm. it, to me it's not there's no regrets it wasn't like i didn't have any doubts about if it was going to work or not and i don't really and i didn't really care at the end of the day if it didn't work because it was for me it's not for people like i don't do the podcast for anybody but myself i do it because i come on and i get to have a good time and i get to just voice myself and everything and obviously i appreciate the feedback we get and all the responses we get and everything and that's great that people have that um you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The responsiveness that they do to it and they, you know, they see uh, <clears throat> what we do when they like appreciate it. And they, they it like and, it yeah. and that's great and I'm glad. But like at the end of the day, I don't do it for that. I don't do it for praise. I'm honestly just doing it because it's just something fun. It's just something that kills a little bit of time at the end of the day. And I know it makes me happy and that's all that matters to me. And that's why I do it. So that's it. Like at the end of the day, creative people like you and like me, you know, we do this, or at least we should do this because we love to do it because we want to create. Mm-hmm. And I feel like with me, that was something that I saw that in you right away. And I was like, yo, like, I think this guy would be someone who I would want to work with because I just know you have all this potential to be creative. Yes. So it was like, let's let this energy out. And even, I know you can attest to this, when we don't podcast for like a week, mm-hmm. I mean, I start getting like podcast withdrawal. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's like, a real disease. It's called PCW. <laughs> I made sure it's real. I went and got the patent for it. If you can even get patents on diseases or mental illnesses. I feel like you probably can. So um, podcast withdrawal in the dictionary will be defined as to go without podcasting for more than one week. It is a terrible feeling. And then, like, we always sit down and we're like, oh, we're going to podcast. It's like, oh, okay, we're done. Bye. (laughs) That was great. I can chase this dragon for a while. See ya. Pretty much. (laughs) It's like, it's like, it's like, like, uh, like, I mean, I'm an absolute addict with it. Obviously. Clearly. I do as much as You're a little out of control. (laughs) It's true. It really is true. I I was having this conversation with Mr. Bumwine Bob and, like, He's just like, dude, like, I have no idea how you do so much. And I'm just like, you're like, I have no idea how I do so much either. Pretty much. I just, I love it. You know what I mean? And I know it's something that you do enjoy. And it's, I'm glad that it's worked out because it's, I know it's like, it's a creative outlet for you. Yes. Something that is, you know, like as your friend, you know, I'm glad that. We were able to do this together because it's it's you know obviously it's brought us closer mm-hmm. and it's something that we do for fun together obviously, but then it's also you know if we can make people happy at the same time then hey exactly you know that that's the best thing in the world you know like when I sent you that message I got from the bearded geek guys like when they were just like dude like we really genuinely like this and like it, it really like this means me something laugh. to us. Yeah. And I was like, that's, that's you guys sweet. got a nice pair down under. <laughs> I mean like, you know, cause you're a pair, two guys, right? Right. Mate. What? <laughs> Shouts to the, the bearded geeks. Um, and just someone asked me a few weeks ago, like they were just like, why do you podcast? 
and you were like, why do you ask stupid fucking questions? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Why are you, you talking to me? jabroni. <laughs> uh, but like, it's just, I think that it's, it's such a cool thing because, you know, I, when I first met you, I wouldn't have thought that we would be co-hosting a podcast together a year later or just over over. I don't think later. anybody thinks that ever. Nobody's ever had that yeah. thought in a million years. Wow, this person's perfect for co-hosting a podcast. I with. mean, don't get me wrong. I've met people before that I'm like, hmm. well, I mean, like, but that's not my first instinct. Like yeah. a normal person's first instinct. Like it's, I'm not going to just leave my house tomorrow and like, like, wow, that girl, Meets. that girl's so cute. I, I can just see us doing a podcast together. Oh my God, us podcasting together. It would be just incredible. Can you imagine the podcast we would have? Our kids would podcast with us. Podcast See, that's would be that's me at this point, though. You know what I mean? That's where you're at. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, uh, um. So they're like, "What do you do for fun?" And I'm just like, "Well, you know, I uh, I podcast. I play video games. I uh, play some guitar sometimes. I like to I like to work. I podcast. Sorry, what I podcast? What did you say? I podcast. Are you ashamed that you podcast? No, no, no. I just. Making, I'm just saying that's one of He's those. a closet I podcaster. Podcast. I podcast. No, I'm not. I'm not ashamed of podcasting. I thought everybody. I don't care. If somebody asks me, yeah, I'll say it. And if and if it doesn't, if the conversation doesn't go past that, I just leave it be. I'm not going to be like, yeah, so I podcast. And they'll be like, oh, cool. And I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Do that um, me and I TJ talk about, you know, I just kind of go like, yeah, I podcast. And they go, oh, nice. And I go, yep, it would be nice if you showed some interest. No, I'm just yeah. joking. It happens to be, I, I've, I've had that too. I've literally had that conversation at work where someone's like, oh, you podcast? Cool, what do you do it about? And then I start telling them. And they're like, cool. And I'm like, okay, why would you ask if you don't actually care? But like, so lately I've like, I'd say the last few months especially, I've been like more reserved about it because a lot of people just don't actually, like, they'll be like, it, it's like, it's like with any creative thing, like if you're in a band, Right. Oh, you're in a band. Cool. What do you guys play? Oh, cool. Like they don't actually care. They're just being nice, and it's like ah. But there are so many other people out there who do care, right? And who do support us, and we're always very appreciative of that. And it's something that I think has been cool to kind of watch this build up because for me, it's like it was almost like starting over with all the experience I already had from you know the harder show, this right, podcast, right? Right. Yeah. So it's interesting to have watched that. And I know you've talked before. Is there any like podcast now that you're like, oh, like I, I would love to do this kind of a podcast or this kind of a podcast? Like, do you have any other creative ideas that maybe one day Kaiser Jones wants to uh, um, go down? Like podcasting wise, I just like want to do what we we do, but on like a different scale. Like where like two guys in a game has been great. And originally we set it to just talk about like gaming stuff, and then we've obviously gone off on a different path where we talk about kind of everything. And I think that's just kind of our thing now. And I think the people who listen to us and the true people who are listening to us on a weekly basis, they they know where what they're going to get. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of difficult for us to now go, hey, come listen to our podcast about gaming. And we're like, Ugh. yeah, we're it, not talking about games. And I get it, it can be a frustration point. But at the same time, it's just kind of how it goes. It's just the way we go into the podcast. And we, I, I personally felt like when we went into it the first couple of times, like, we had some good topics and we could talk with these games and we really were passionate about it. But then after we kind of just started getting the ball rolling and the tangents started coming in, it was more, it wasn't even that. It was like, we tried the one week. I know we tried so hard and we were like, let's just talk about the game. And we talked about it and we got it done in 20 minutes. And we we're like, this just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. 
Like it doesn't work for sometimes us. Sometimes it I, sometimes it does. You know, well, we can literally go an hour straight talking about one specific game or whatever, and it, it does work. But then, like you just said, there are weeks where, like this past Tuesday, yeah, you know, we spent 15, 20 minutes talking about just what was going on in our lives. Because then us, we spent another thirty minutes talking about random bullshit. Yeah, and like, and then we, you know, for twenty minutes we talked about actual gaming related stuff, and it was just like. Afterwards, like I was like, man, like I really enjoyed that episode, but like that's not a gaming podcast. So like that's like we were talking earlier about the fact that it's a branding thing, you know. Like we always say, like we're not just a gaming podcast. Well, clearly you we're know, not clearly just not. a gaming podcast. Yeah. We don't even have to say it. You just listen to us and you're like, well, clearly, <laughs> clearly they're liars. They're a gaming podcast. They're trying to seduce us with the video games, but that's not actually what's going on here. <laughs> Nope. But I and I think it, it keeps things interesting and it and it progresses and as the show progresses and as, you know, our characters progress more, um and as, you know, the tangent king, Casdo Jones, mm-hmm. turns into even more of an icon and a character than he already is, in my opinion anyway. Um but like to you in you know, I guess we'll just say we're talking to Zach at this point. You know, yeah, it's what it is. Um, to you, the whole tangent king thing, right? Because that literally came out of nowhere for me. Like, because I always was like, we'd be doing this podcast, two guys in the game, and you know, obviously we go off on tangents and stuff like that. But it was like, it just became. It's one of those beautiful things that happens sometimes with any kind of something that's creative, where it happens naturally mm-hmm. and it's not forced. Yeah, and like. Where did that even come from uh, from you? Because I know, like, the two of us, we're both very, we'll be talking about something, then just bam, 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 bam. Like, that's just how we talk. Yeah. So, obviously, in our podcast, we're going to do the same thing. Um, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> for me, going off on tangents, the one thing I learned about it was, so, this is funny. I, I knew what tangents were. Like, when someone was like, oh, my gosh, you're going off on a tangent. But, like, when I actually learned where it came from, uh, like, when I went to college, I was in, like, engineering and stuff so i learned i had to do a lot of designing and everything in my first year and Mm -hmm. most of it was with circles and when you were doing circles you could tangent stuff off of a circle and i always thought it was kind of funny because that's where it comes from that's where the you know the tangent of a circle the term tangent tangent comes off of that so i always found that very fascinating to me and i kept that in the back of my head for some reason just one of those facts and so that's when I was thinking about it the one day. It made sense to me where I was just like, oh my gosh, I get it. We're actually going off on tangents. It's like two guys in a game is a circle, and I can't stay inside the circle. I'm going off in different directions of the circle, like off of the <laughs> circle. And so like, yeah, and then I just started thinking about it. And then <clears throat> I guess what it came down to was y- y- we got to the point where people you were just getting like, it wasn't like you were pissed off, but you just thought it was just like, we got to a point where you're like, oh my gosh, you do this every For the first week. like six, five episodes especially. Yeah. I was like, like, dude, like, you just stay on track, yeah. dude, stay on topic. And I was just kind of like, oh man. And then finally I was just kind of like, you know what? Like, no. <laughs> I'm like, why? I'm like, we're having a good time. This is fun and blah, blah, blah. And I don't know where Tangent King came from. Like, I don't know, but I just figure like, I don't know anybody else that calls himself the Tangent King. I literally King. think you literally just call it's like owning it. Yeah. Like traditionally, Copyright, Tangent King, owned yeah. by Podbeard Studios. Exactly. Like, traditionally, podcasts and tangents do not go together. No. Traditionally, I, I wouldn't know, podcast, but I'm assuming yeah. not. Like, because it was me, I was just a podcast, like, fanatic. Tangents go very well on sketch comedy, so did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, to me, Two Guys in the Game isn't even really a podcast. It's like a... It's, it's, a it's a, I mean, obviously comedy. it's a podcast, but it's almost like a sketch comedy it's podcast a sketch in podcast, a way. Because yes. it's just... 
because we go off on different things now, but like traditionally on podcasts, tangents don't work. Like you have to, you know, be so careful when you there's a special ingredient list that goes in yeah. with tangents. And with so many like so many different podcasters, like I always say with you and me, if we change the formula of what two guys in a game is, it won't work. No. If we we have to always make sure we add the right people. Yes. Or if one of us is not in the equation, does it work? I don't know. I think it takes a select person it just to won't make be, it work. It's not that it won't work. It's just it won't be the podcast that we've created. It won't be the yeah. content that we have been delivering for that. So it would be a change. It would be a drastic change to mm. what listeners are used to. So even if we were to go next, we can go, excuse me. <clears throat> oh, every week we're getting sick and tired of this BS about how um, you guys aren't talking about games. And we're like, fine, we'll just talk about games. And like we do, we had the we had the one episode where we did talk about strictly games, and it was great, and we were on mm-hmm. point, and we still had fun with it, and we still went on our little tangents here and there, but we focused on game. But we just had so much to talk about that week, and that was one scenario where like me and TJ are busy guys, mm-hmm. we don't have a lot of free time, and when we do, the free time that we do get to play video games, we're not spending a whole lot of time. So like it took TJ like fucking three months to beat God of War. Yeah, like I literally and, just beat it today. And it's just oh, like freaking, like, yeah, like it's taken so long for me to beat that game. And like, that's just one game. So you can imagine how hard it is for to go and well, play that was, a game and talk about that yeah. game on a weekly basis. Like for me, I get lucky sometimes. I'll, I'll just, that's why I was buying indie games. I was just going out, buy a quick indie game, start playing it, beat it in a week. It takes a week to beat. For me, when it would take like a normal game or eight hours to beat on a day, like in a day, mm-hmm. it takes me a week to beat. But at least that gives me some ammunition to go, hey, I know what I'm talking about this week. I played this game. It was really fun. And, but when it comes down to gaming talk the whole time, it is very, it's a very difficult topic to do on a weekly basis unless me and TJ are like, hey, we have both been playing a game. The, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's focus on it. When we don't, we just end up talking. We, we, we'll, yeah. we'll always try and find something to talk about gaming-wise, and we always try to bring that to you. And we go, always do, yeah. Like, not, here's our opinion of this game. This mm-hmm. is what we're looking forward to, and most of the time it is, but like a lot of the time, our schedules are so busy, we literally get maybe one day with like a three-hour window to record most weeks, mm-hmm. and it's very complicated. So when we do get that chance to record, it's just, let's just record what we can. Let's get it out there, and we know it'll be at least half-decent. And the other half will be probably very crude and full of Cazador's tangents. So, <laughs> well, that's the thing is, I think at the end of the day is what we do is we release good content, and I'm very release proud of micro trends. Release the content. No, you can't do that. Only I can do that. Oh yes, I can't be hotter. You I'm can't sorry. be hotter. Um, like I think at the end of the day, what we do and what you do, you know, we always release good content. And the following it, content may <laughs> contain sexual, uh, what is it? How does the advisory go? May contain violence or sexual innuendos. Viewer discretion is advised. Pretty much. The following is a porn beard production. It's a pound beard production. Yeah, whatever, anything. <laughs> um, but like, I, I think that what we do works and who Casador Jones is works. And Oh, Casador Jones works, baby. It does. And it, it's work, such work, a, work, I think work, it's such work. a beautiful thing that. When a show starts off one way and then it progresses, and you know, uh, we've talked before about not necessarily changing the 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 way the show is, but almost like just kind of slightly rebranding, because we do cover so much stuff. But then we're like, no, because at the heart of it, 
we are a gaming podcast because we are gamers and we're definitely more casual gamers at this point. Yeah. Because we, unfortunately, we just kind of have to be. But that doesn't mean we don't love gaming just as much as some of the more hardcore gaming community. We just... And who needs to rebrand? It's not like they, like, you know, they rebranded Saw. Saw was a game. It's not called Saw the Game. It's called Saw. So when we say two guys in a game, we're just playing a mental game with you every week. You don't know what to get. Two guys in a game. Well, that's like I, I said. Two to you, guys like, in a mental game. We're gonna start like branding or something. Like, oh, right. we're a gaming podcast, and we also talk about this and this and this and, this. and cocaine. And cocaine. We love cocaine. <laughs> we do it all the time. That's not cocaine. That's baby powder. What's the difference? <laughs> Both of them makes me feel so good. <laughs> That's just drywall dust now. Anyways, yeah. I feel like drywall dust get you pretty fucked up though. But anyway, um, I'm totally hotter right now. I don't. I don't. I, I'm, it is what it is. But with you with gaming, like I know that we've talked about this before on two guys in a game. But obviously, um, Kaz is playing with his switch right now. I'm not. Um, I'm playing with my. He's Joy-Cons. sorry. He's playing with the Joy Cons. I can't hear you right now. You need to hold your microphone up. <laughs> Anyways, Kaz, ladies and gentlemen. Um. But like with you, just kind of as we slowly get ready to wrap it up here today, what at this point now, like what does gaming mean to you as far as now when you do have that, even if it's only for a few hours, like what does that time mean to you now when you are gaming? Um, it's, it's not the same as it used to be anymore. It's never going to be the same. When I was a kid, gaming was a big part of my life. It's what kept me going. It's, as we've talked about before, it was an escape. It was a great escape. Absolutely. It was the way to get out. And now I feel like I've grown up a lot and I have matured as a person, not Casador Jones, but Zach. Um, and I don't, I don't miss that time anymore. I don't, like, as much as I, I, I love gaming still and I love to pick up a game every every once in a while, like most nights I'll, I'll try and spend an hour or two just on a game just for fun. I don't unwind. Basically. Yeah. I don't yeah. miss it though. I don't find like I, it's something that lacks in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. Sure. I love when that new game comes out and like they announce something that's like totally like, just like, yes, the nostalgia's there. You want it. You want to go play it. And you have that time. Like if the new game comes out and you have that time to sit down for a few yeah. hours and dive into this do that world every once that, in a while, yeah. just for a bit. But like to me, gaming, was for me when I was a kid. For now, my focus is more on bigger, better things. So I do love gaming. Obviously, I talk about it on a weekly basis. I never shut up about Nintendo um, <laughs> and what it does for us. As like, and just watching them, like they have grown with me and my generation as as long as well as generations before me. But we watch them, and they continue to grow. And they they have their ups, they have their downs, and that says a lot about a gaming company where it can relate to you and your life, where what they go through and they finally come out on, they always end up coming out on top in a way, regardless of what they go through. But I don't find it like when I do have that time to game, it is important to me, but it's not the same as it used to be. And it's not a priority anymore. Like I don't put a priority on gaming as much as I used to. But it's still something that to you, like it ha- you still it has, cherish the it's time. It's an when important you part of my life. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I love talking about it now. I love bringing up stuff about like how when I was a kid, I used to play this game and and what it means and why people should play it and, and the inspiration it's given games. Like, like if we look at GoldenEye 007 and the inspiration it gave to friggin' all shooters or like you know and and all these other games, 
that is an important part and that's what gaming means to me it's not about it, it is it is about what is coming up but it's also about what it was and where we've gotten to with it that is the ultimate takeaway and that's what i want two guys in the game to really focus on i guess at the end of the day is we're not talking about these games just because we it's our opinion and i and i much just like like we say oh the nintendo labo sucks really it's to each their own Absolutely, and, yeah. and that product means something to somebody else, and it's going to mean something to somebody twenty years down the road. A kid is going to go, "Oh my god!" Like when that thing becomes ancient tech, and it's worth a fortune because the Nintendo Labo is completely extinct. Then that's when people are going to be like, "Oh my god, Kaz was wrong. The Nintendo Labo." Yeah, great. what a great thing it was. Yeah. So, I guess the whole takeaway is: if you love games and you cherish them, you like playing them. Play them, enjoy them. Don't make it your life. Never make it your life because I've seen people do it. Um, not Especially to in this day and age. Not to discourage you from listening to our podcast and listening to what we are trying to say to you and how much we love mm-hmm. games because we do love games. We love the stories they tell. They are an important part of our culture nowadays. Like they, they're incredible. They are absolutely. Do not become enslaved by them. Like that is my ultimate takeaway. I'd say if I'm going to get political here for a moment and not be Kaz, like it, I've seen too many people's lives be ruined by gaming. They just put all their time and effort into gaming, and it's just it's not worth it. It's like find a balance, get out there, do other things. There's like ten thousand billion other things you could be doing. Start a freaking podcast, or do you know? But like, <laughs> and uh, just take what we say with you know a grain of salt. Like it's our opinion; it's not fact most of the time, unless we say it's fact and we're like, this is fact. Okay, Cassidy Jones is an asshole. That's fact. Yeah, like a lot of what we do on two guys in a well, hotter and casual. Excuse me, on two guys in a game is we're we're entertaining. We're trying to be entertaining, and we're you know a lot of the times when we say these outlandish things and that, like it's it's tongue in cheek. Yes, you know, and a lot of things that Casual Jones says is not necessarily. It's something that I would never say. Yeah, that is his personality. Is where's my line, and how can I cross it? Mm-hmm. And then when I cross it, where's my next line, and how can I cross that? And I feel like I do a good job. I really do. Exactly. And that's that's my goal. And like, and I love it when teacher just goes, "Oh, I can't believe you said that," especially when he hits the pause button. He goes, "Hmm." We can't use that. And I'm just like, why? And he goes, you can't talk about beep, 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 beep. <laughs> and then I'm just like, well, I feel like and I should at least happen. be able to talk about the beep. And he's just like, no. He goes, you took it too far. And I'm like, well, fine then. I'll just talk about a different kind of fucking. No, I'm just. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. It does. I find it doesn't have as. It's all happened the time, maybe twice. It's, yeah, it's in happened our career, a couple times. There, where I've and then like, there's moments no. where he's just like, no, we'll just leave it in. It's fine. And then there's moments where Brandon will just cut it out, and I'll just be like, hey, wait a That's minute. That's happened a few times. That's been missing from the podcast. Bring my Mexican speech back. And it's always just, he, and yeah, and he has done it a few times. But I've it, noticed it, it too, because it's a me, bad yeah. cut. And not, not, not on his part, like it's it transitions smooth. Like if you didn't know it wasn't there before, then you wouldn't yeah. know it was there. But because I listened to it beforehand a couple times before it was like cut up and put together, yeah. I was like, hold on. Like, you motherfucker, you cut out my favorite part of the episode. What was the most offensive part? That was my favorite part. Why'd you cut it? Oh, man, I love the part where I talked to you about Mexicans and Jews making a new... No, not that that's something I said, but that's just... <laughs> that's an example of something Brandon oh, would be like, Lord. okay, I take offense to that because I am both Mexican and Jewish, so... Brandon, as the producer extraordinaire, um, sometimes he knows. And I mean, there's been times where... But I, I, th- I think that's okay, though. You know, I think that what what Casual Jones does on Two Guys in a Game is funny, and I think that it works. And is everybody going to get it? No, I don't think everybody – and everyone shouldn't get it. 
I don't want everyone to yeah, get it. I, I don't care I if you get okay. it. I think that's okay. Honestly, yeah. like that's me. Like I said day, earlier, yeah. like at the end of the day, it's for me. It's just for fun. It's just to be that. It's basically being outlandish, but doing it in, in the comfort of my own home where I know, like, mm. I don't care if you want to attack me online. That's fine. Just go for it. But, like, I don't. If you're going to start throwing eggs at me in person, though, then we're going to have, you know, we're going to have a problem because those eggs were once baby chickens. And that's basically like being pro abortion by throwing those baby chickens at me. See, Kazor Jones makes a special guest appearance. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Don't on the even ask show. me how the eggs and pro abortion thing connects. I don't have an answer for you. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, as, as we wrap it up here today, Mr. Kazdo Jones. Good timing, um, too. Fireworks oh, burning in the distance. Can you hear them? <laughs> yeah, I can hear yeah. them. I don't, know, I don't think it's showing up on the... Uh, it's actually uh, Canada Day evening as we're recording this yes. right now here in Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. Go tragically hip. Woo! Tragically hip. Tragically hip, bro. Um, what does Kazdo Jones think the future holds for himself and for two guys in the game? Um. Well, TJ, uh, you know what? Uh, all I want to say is it's been great to be here tonight. Um, really, really happy to be here. Uh, so glad I could be here. Um, I don't know if I've made that clear, but I'm very, very happy that you've had me on the show. Uh, what the future holds for Casador Jones uh, is he is probably going to upgrade himself to um, to Tangent Emperor of the World eventually. Because right now he's Tangent Dictator. Last time I checked. Oh, am I? Okay. Wow, that's... A buzzkill. No, I'm just joking. Tangent Dictator just doesn't sound as good as Tangent King. Anyways, um, for Kazar Jones, he's going to just be back as long as he can, as much as he can uh, on a weekly basis for a while or until other changes in his life come up. For Zach, um, I hope the future holds good stuff. Uh, if it comes from this podcast or our podcast, it's great. Um, that would be an amazing dream to further this podcast and make it bigger than what it is or our network, the network even. Uh, but ultimately it's just taking one day at a time. Don't overwork yourself. Uh, if you have your dreams, follow them. I know that sounds kind of corny, but it's true. Oh no, man. That's, that's and it. you know, like just take those chances. Like if somebody offers you to be on a podcast and you know, it's going to be experience for you to do voice work, go do it. Like any experience is a good experience. That was me. If somebody, you know, says, hey, I'm going to take you to pound town, I'll <laughs> say um, maybe when you lose a couple pounds on the town, you know, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that was Casador Jones, by the way. That's that not was Casador Jones. <laughs> I'm just I'm just being an idiot at this point. I'm very delirious. I'm tired uh, as usual. Like what's it's been new? a long day. It's yeah. Um, well, that's a thing. Just just real quick. Like whenever Kaz says on two guys and then he's tired. It's not that he's like, oh, I'm tired. No, like. Usually at that point when he says that, he's been up for like over 13, 14 hours at that point. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, that's. And it's been a long time. I think I've been up for like, 18 yeah. hours at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I maybe had a little cat nap, but it was like. So, yeah. But um, I, I think at the end of the day, that's a beautiful place to end off with what you just said. Yes. I Follow your uh, dreams. Yes. Because at the end of the day, that's what, you know. Oh, and your heart. Follow your yeah. heart, too. Heart and dreams. At the end of the day, what we're trying to do with Podbeard Network is entertain people and help them get them through their day you know, and we do it for ourselves, but if we can, you know, help people through their day, it, it, it's a beautiful thing. Yes. So I think that that's, uh, that works. If you, you know? can push someone down the stairs, that's also a beautiful <laughs> thing. Oh God. Ladies you gotta, and gentlemen. You gotta go both ends of the spectrum, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Casdo Jones, my good friend. 
Happy one year anniversary of podcasting. Drinks the beer. He drinks, says tastes like drinks shit. One more time. My Clank. favorite beer. I'm so insulted. <laughs> All right, Cass. Thanks for coming on the show, buddy. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye. All right, guys. So that was my interview with Mr. Casdo Jones, aka Zach Marinich, my co-host on Two Guys in a Game, in celebration of his one year kind of anniversary of podcasting for the first time. Hope that you guys enjoyed it, and I hope that you have hit that subscribe button, follow button, that you've left a rating, or you've left a like, or a dislike, or whatever, comment. Hope that you've done something to interact with him, because that's what I love to do. As Kaz and I were talking about kind of at the end there, you know, as much as we do podcasting for ourselves, and that is honestly the main reason why we do it, because we love to do it, you know, at the same time. For me, it is such a big deal that, you know, there are people out there that enjoy my content and my show, and that... It helps them through their work day or it helps them through their day or, you know, that's something that does mean a lot to me. So definitely reach out to me. Talk with me. I always love to interact with you guys. If you guys want to uh, check out other content on the Podbeard Network, please do so. We've got a lot of great content, podbeardnetwork.com. You can check out this show on that website, podbeardnetwork.com forward slash the harder show. Check out two guys in a game, which is just podbeardnetwork.com forward slash two guys in a game, as well as Mike's and Beards, Creeper Sleep. Uh, YouTube stuff as well. We've got uh, Honestly Lazy Show, a couple game streamers as well. So check all that out. A lot of good content, and uh, we are always growing. So the future, I'm not sure what the future will hold, but I think that the sky really is the limit with Podbeard Network and Two Guys in the Game and The Hotter Show, especially with support from wonderful people like you. So thank you very much from the bottom of my heart for tuning in, regardless of how you did show. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. It means the world to me. Leave a rating if you can. Always appreciate it. I am rambling, so I'm going to sign off here today, guys. One more time, thank you so very much for tuning in, and I'll catch you next time on The Harder Show. Take it easy, guys. Bye.